ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. Thank you for joining me wherever you are joining me. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, make sure that you are subscribing. Make sure that you like, make sure you hit that notification bell so that you know whenever one of these are going live every morning, well, at least Monday through Friday, we'll say it, not every morning. Um, Yesterday was National Signing Day, so let me start off by congratulating all of the young men um, and women who signed letters of intent yesterday. By the way, um, I didn't see a lot of young ladies um, signing out there yesterday or at least being promoted is it just that these other sports are not taking the time to um, celebrate their young ladies the same way that football takes the time to celebrate its signees the one thing I will say about um, football is that we we tend to celebrate every every guy you sign you 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 decide you're gonna go to a D3 school, we're putting a table up there for you. You go to NAIA school, we're showing you love because we know how tough all of that competition is. And we know that it doesn't matter where you sign at. The goal is for higher education and using football as a vehicle um, to get to higher education. And so if that goal is accomplished, we wanna celebrate you. But I didn't see a lot of the young ladies. Now, I don't know if it's because a lot of the young ladies end up signing early or maybe the young ladies don't want to be seen. They don't want to be broadcast. But I want to see more of our young ladies being celebrated publicly for their choice. Um, soccer is incredibly difficult in college. Um, cross country, track and field, volleyball, basketball, lacrosse like women's sports are difficult and it's difficult to get there um in a lot of respects for these young ladies and and they should flag football oh my gosh like it's difficult for these young ladies to get there and so we should celebrate them we should let them know that we that we care and that we're proud of them so to all the young ladies out there along with, with with all of the young men who signed letters of intent i want to salute you and I want to let you know that we are proud of you. But this is not the, the end. This is the beginning. To those who did not sign yesterday, um, but have the intention to sign and or, or still are looking for homes, don't lose faith. See, National Signing Day is not the is not called only day to sign. It is just the initial day that you can sign a letter of intent. So now that teams have signed their initial groupings, they're gonna now go back, reassess, see what's left and try to fill in. That is where you come in at. Stay diligent, continue to push your um, information, continue to push your information, continue to, promote yourself go into those dms of those coaches drop those highlight films in really weird awkward places i don't care as long as you are getting yourself seen that is the goal 
make sure that you are seen. And if you do that, then there's a chance that you're going to have success, that, that, that people are going to see you. So, um, shout out to um, my, my guy, Brandon Howard, who says that he definitely signed after National Signing Day, and he signed and went to um, West Virginia. And that was after National Signing Day. So understand it is not over just because you did not sign on National Signing Day. Because that's what people want us to believe. That's what um, they would have us to believe is that this one day defines everything about you and it doesn't. I didn't sign on National Signing Day at the first school that I intended. I didn't sign on National Signing Day when I transferred to my second school. So, and 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 quite honestly, some of the greatest, some of the greatest talents that I signed or that I helped sign when I was coaching in college didn't happen right on National Signing Day. So understanding that there's still opportunity out there for you. I don't want any one of you to feel discouraged. I don't want any one of you to feel as if you know, your dream is now not going to be a reality because of one day. Um, with that being said, I don't normally, I don't often take a local feel when I'm talking spicy. It's usually more of a national thing, but I felt the I felt it necessary to address something that I saw. Um, I was very, I was very interested to see what would happen with um, Coach Todd Helton and the Georgia Southern Eagles football team as they went through recruiting. He came in on the early signing period and we didn't see one, we didn't see one Savannah area, Chatham County player um, signed in the early signing period. And I said, man, that's crazy with all the talent here and with all of these colleges coming to Savannah to see all of this talent that we don't see a heavier presence of Georgia Southern in the in the premises. Um, I watched as various coaches and various schools would, um, would post, hey, thanks to um, XYZ school, thanks to ABC school for coming by. And there were some heavy hitters in there, but I never really saw anything going thanks to Georgia Southern. Now I could be wrong. Maybe there was something and I missed it, but I didn't really see a lot of Georgia Southern around. I definitely didn't see it for myself and I didn't see it in, I didn't see it being posted by these other coaches who normally go out of their way Suppose when colleges come, that's a part of the, that's a part of the game in high school football. Now you have to show who's coming by because you need kids to know, you need kids to know that colleges are actually coming to your school. Now, whether or not that helps, I'm not here to say, I'm not here to say whether or not that helps. I just know that's what goes on. That's the game now. So with me with me looking at that, I went, okay, well, we'll see what happens on National Signing Day. 
And so we got to signing day and I didn't see anybody saying blessed to be attendings at, you know, Georgia Southern. So I wanted to let the day go by and allow it to play out. So then I went in and started looking at the signing day for Georgia Southern. They signed a running back. And it doesn't matter because this isn't about the kid. This is more about the school. They signed a 6'1", 200-pound running back out of out of Florida. Now, if, if you guys don't know, I'm pretty familiar with Florida. It's a good back. It's a good back. I personally know of a back in this area that is a, a Division I caliber running back who's a senior with grades and with character wasn't even wasn't even looked at wasn't wasn't approached they signed a wide receiver from new orleans a six foot wide receiver from new orleans a six one wide receiver from sharpsburg a six three on wide receiver from montezuma a 5'10 wide receiver from Washington, Georgia, I'm talking about. A 5'11 wide receiver from Johns Creek. They signed five wide receivers in this class. That makes sense. They're going to a more um, spread offense. They have to flip. I get it. There's a 6-4, there's a 6-4 Uber athlete that plays wide receiver here in the county with great grades and great character, and yet nothing. It's interesting. I don't even believe something as far as a preferred walk-on was offered to these guys. They signed five defensive backs, six defensive backs. Not one of them from this area. Not from a private school, not from a public school, not from a surrounding school. Nothing. And that gets me to wondering, you know, part of public relations is sometimes convincing the public that you want to invest in them. Like, where is the investment in the community that surrounds and supports you at Georgia Georgia Southern? There are more players, there are more players that signed at Georgia State than there are that that signed at Georgia Southern. Is this the mission? Or is this Georgia Southern telling us in this community that you guys don't have good enough talent for us to recruit? Will this change next year? I, I want y'all to think about something, right? 
there's a young man and I'm purposely not saying names because I, I don't want them to be damaged or hurt by anything. I also don't want it to be about the kids. I want it to be about this program. There's a young man right now who has been offered by major FBS Power 5 Division 1 teams. He has not been offered by Georgia Southern. I want you to let that sneak in. So how will you ever get the top tier talent from the Savannah area to come to your school if you're not the first person on the block? See, Georgia Southern should be able to beat out some of these power five schools for talent. Why? Because they're in a really cool location. They're far enough away to have an isolated collegiate experience, but they're close enough to Savannah to where you've got an escape for the kids, a place that's fly to go to and hang out. There's a beach there. It's everything that you would need. It's everything that you would need in order to entice. You've got an airport in Savannah that gets kids to and from home. If they want to go on an adventure, Atlanta's four hours away. They want to go on an adventure, Jacksonville, a couple hours, Tampa, five hours. There's places to go and people to see. But when it comes to local talent, when it's the highest of the level, when it's these kids that are going to get these P these power five offers, you got to be first on the scene. You can't come in and start offering these kids because other power five schools offer them, offer them. You have to be first. And you have to take some kids that you may not know how it's going to work out on the end, but who have undeniable talent. That running back that I mentioned is a dog. And anybody who knows me knows I don't just go around giving people praise. I'm not that kind of coach. It's one of my flaws. I don't just go around heaping praise and calling every kid a goon. That kid is really good. And that kid would be a fantastic representative of a university. He's going to be a fantastic representative of the university he attends. That wide receiver I mentioned is by far one of the best athletes in this area. And no offense to the five wide receivers that I saw they signed, which I then went and looked that film on. They're not the level of athlete he is. So when I look at that and I go, man, Georgia Southern doesn't sign any of these guys. Not even a guy off BC, the state championship team. Not one guy, you couldn't pull one guy. How about the 2023s? How many of those guys off that national championship team that's coming back already have offers in hand 
from Georgia Southern. How many guys in the area? New Hampstead, Beach, Islands, Jenkins, Groves, Savannah, all of the private schools, Country Day, BC, Calvary, Savannah Christian. How many of them have a, a player on their roster right now with an offer from Georgia Southern? So how do we get there? No, no preferred walk-ons? So you're telling me right now that there's nobody in this area worthy to put on that blue and white and represent Georgia Southern? There's not one person, not one talent in this area that's good enough to represent that school. Because that's what looking at this signing day list tells me. Twenty-five, twenty-five signings. Not one local guy. Twenty-five signees, and not one local guy. How does that happen? Did somebody drop the ball? Look, I've been around football long enough to know that sometimes you just take a guy, just to say you took a local guy, just so that local. So you could get that local love. You kept one at home. 25 and not one local guy. I don't care who's on the roster now. I don't care who's coming back. I'm talking about a new coach, a new regime, dedicating themselves to being a part of the community. Because guess what Georgia Southern's going to want? Georgia Southern is going to want Savannah and the surrounding areas to come out and support Georgia Southern football. And all the people that I know with season tickets and, oh, I'm Georgia Southern, guess what? They want to see people from their area be represented. And right now, when they look on the roster of these newcomers, they don't see anybody. They see other Georgia. They see other people from Georgia. That's great. But they don't see people from this area. And it's interesting. Um, I was down, I used to live in Tampa. I'm from Tampa. So I follow South Florida very closely. South Florida used to always try to get the Miami talent. But Miami talent didn't really rock with Tampa and USF wasn't like a household name or a school that people wanted to go to. So they used to end up with like the fifth and sixth and seventh tier guy from Miami on their roster while letting the top tier guys from Tampa go or the second tier or the third tier guys from Tampa go. It was a flawed logic. They lost a lot. Then they got a guy in who invested in the community. He started bringing in guys that were more local 
from from the Tampa Bay area. Lo and behold, they started winning. That guy moves on. Two coaches later, stop investing in Tampa. Guess what? USF, right back to being terrible again. It's not, it's not rocket science. It's actually pretty simple. Why Georgia Southern doesn't understand this, why Coach Todd Helton, who is actually getting his first legitimate shot at building a program and not just trying to hold on and sustain a program, why he doesn't understand that is beyond me. Oh, but you're going to learn. Let those, let those numbers of Savannah and surrounding area kids on your team continue to dwindle. Let those numbers continue to come down. Think that you can rely on Johns Creek and Warner Robins and, and Waco and um, Woodstock and Covington, Georgia to continue to come down and support. You better hope that, that Smyrna and Marietta and Moreland and Hiram Sharpsburg. Let's hope that you can get those people to come down. Because you are going to lose the local people if the local people don't see anybody on that program that they can identify and relate with. And as a result, if you don't win, You'll be here for a shorter amount of time than you want to. You can book that. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Talk Spicy. I'm Coach Gene Clemens. We do this thing a few times a week. Rate the show, comment, agree, disagree, but whatever you do, keep it spicy. Five-star ratings are appreciated. If you're joining me on the YouTube channel, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. You know what to do. Till next time. Peace.